Know Thyself is dedicated to the exploration of the most rewarding task an individual can ever embark on, the journey to find oneself. Our intention is to investigate the universal principles that have equipped our species to seek the treasure of all treasures, self-knowledge. With your host, Daniel Powinski and Eduardo Manteca, this is the Know Thyself Podcast. Just actually just now feel like I am ready. <laughs> All right. Check one, two. Check, check. Excellent, man. Hey, happy new year. Happy new year. Oh, man. It's uh, it's good to be here, man. Uh, 2022. I'm really thrilled to have this conversation with you, especially today. Uh, a new day, <clears throat> a new year. And um, yeah, man, this yeah. is, is going to be good. So what we will be presenting today is sort of the uh, understanding and the unfolding of this energy that we may all be familiar with, with moving into the um, astrological sign of Capricorn and what that brings, that discipline, that pragmatic um, mindset that people may be familiar with, with this, with this sort of um, energy that kind of runs through all of us during this month of January and the end of December, but also how to carry that energy on for the remainder of the year and then within our lives. And that's how we'll probably open up the conversation about what the free will really means and how we can use um, through a, an understanding of our divine will, um, this potential for ascending. I like that you have had a couple of uh, analogies regarding this topic beforehand uh, with the mountain and how we can set up camps throughout the ascension of this mountain that we're conquering. But when we get comfortable at a certain, um, you know, um, place in, in that, um, in that effort, we sort of miss the whole mark. You know, we, we sin as we talked about before, but we, we don't go to the very top so we can see a view that really, um, it's not just us, but all of those around us. And, um, yeah, so I, I really want to kind of break down what this energy, um, does for us and how it relates to, um, each individual on their own journey in order to unlock this potential that I think some people just have as a short burst. They feel it. I feel it. Um, you know, again, coming into a new year, you have these, these resolutions people put up and what does this all mean and how does it really, uh, evolve with the understanding of what the, what the will is and the divine will. So I think we should start at the beginning with this astrological aspect of Capricorn. Great. So are you good with that? Yeah, a hundred percent. And I, again, I love the, I love that you use the analogy of the mountain because we're talking about the mountain goat with Capricorn. And so this quite literally is the aspect that climbs that mountain and continues that upward ascension. And one of the unique aspects about the the Capricorn mountain goat is it's it's an earth sign. So we're dealing with the five sense reality. We're dealing with the the world that we find ourselves in, but it's a cardinal earth sign. Mm. And so what this means is it's like the sprouting forward energy. So this is really the aspect of moving earth. And this is these earth movers. And when we really talk about this, the difference between a master builder and an instruction follower, right. we're really starting to tap into the powers of 
Capricorn in this really development of the limited will to its spiritual evolution to the divine will. And that's what we're going to be kind of working for. And, you know, because Capricorn is this earth sign, it's ruled by Saturn. A lot of times when I'm talking to people in their astrological breakdowns, sometimes they see it as like, oh, I wish I had more of a spiritual sign. And you're like, hmm. no, you you have one of the most deepest spiritual signs. Now it's an earth sign, so it's not going to be as all maybe as airy and warm as the others, but sit next to somebody who's a Capricorn and like go to a place like if you know a Capricorn, if they've got like Capricorn sun energy or you just know they're astrological, watch them look at the Grand Canyon and watch everybody else look at the Grand Canyon. The Capricorn is the only one that deeply understands the amount of time and the amount of earth movement that went into that project. It's It's got this deep connection to nature because it understands nature cycles because it, it is that aspect. It is this five sense reality. Right. And so Capricorns get this like, now we all have these different kinds of approaches. Like a, somebody with a Scorpio dominance there is going to see the amount of cycles that went into the creation of the Grand Canyon, right? The, the, um, you know, the the Pisces is going to see the mystical energy, the undefinable, and how it's made itself defined in this like really unique aspect. But the Capricorn stands in awe of the earth that has been moved because that's what the Capricorn wants to do. It wants to move earth. It wants to really get something done in this in this five sense reality. And so Capricorn is all about utility. It's all about how can I use every environment for its advancement. And what we want to do is when we kind of climb this ladder and we even approach this time of the year, we don't use every environment just for our physical advancement or our mental advancement, but we're going to start using every environment for our spiritual advancement. Right. You know, Capricorn can find God in daily work, which is something that is one of those things that we want to get connected to. Like, how do you find the universe in your daily work, your your push of energy, whatever whatever aspect you're doing to create, um, you know, currency to survive, right? Capricorn can find peace in a hard day's work. You know, when you kind of think about even this Capricorn sign, if you really even think about like the rough American dream, like the true American dream of the aspect of self-reliance, individuality, being able to be the master of your own domain, Mm -hmm. very much a Capricorn kind of energy, kind of surviving from the sweat of your own brow, you know, standing on your own. Capricorns don't really need to have their names and lights, um, but they're down to continue the project. They don't even have to be the name of the project, but they're, they're relentless workers. And that's exactly what this Capricorn energy is called on for us. It's to climb this spiritual ascension of this mountain, but to keep going. The mountain goat never stops, and it can go to the ledge, the smallest ledge, and it can kind of hold its balance, but it always keeps journeying, and it's this it's this relentless kind of deep, deep kind of energy. And so we're going to kind of look at how the Capricorn represents the will, how the Capricorn represents the the need to make utility out of everything that we possibly can. How can everything be used as a tool for our spiritual growth? whether it's our experiences, whether it's the objects in our life, all of these, all of these aspects. Um, but how can we really make the best use of the present circumstances? And so all of this stuff kind of gets included in. And so, you know, it's interesting to kind of think about these big themes as you go through the astrological wheel 
as you go through these 12 signs, we're kind of starting these conversations in Capricorn, but understand the theme that that astrological sign is trying to communicate to you. Even if you don't have a lot of Capricorn in your natal chart, well, then you should probably pay a lot more attention to when it's presenting itself in the external. Like if we don't have these internal capacities very much amplified in ourselves, well, we're really going to try to focus and pull them out of the external so we can get that bigger, deeper completion of truly what oneness is, right. which is all these different beautiful um, molds kind of coming together. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And we talked about this with the Roboros, but like how we have this cycle. Right. And if it starts at the top and it ends again and re the cycle, re um, it completes itself, but then it, it is reignited. Use this as if, again, I like what you're saying in regards to, if you don't have enough of this within you, when it's presented to you in the physical, like it might be right now, use it to your advantage to, you know, have that physical wind blow the sails of the journey that is ahead and the other 11 that are coming, if that makes sense. Yes. And I feel like that's where we can kind of have this deeper understanding of what the will can do, not just for us, but how it can do more for just others. And also through the path of, of what's coming the months ahead in, in our calendar, if that makes sense. And so, you know, one thing I really want to co come into, if, if you don't mind explaining that we talked about uh, before we, we started recording is, you know, the percentages of how we utilize this will and how we utilize um, our sign to aid not only our progression as a, as a spiritual individual, but also as someone who wants to ascend to the next level and, I think you were kind of giving me this this breakdown on these percentages. I don't know if that's something oh, you want to bring in. Yeah, no, good point. You know, and that's and that's kind of interesting because you know, we're it's funny, we're talking about an astrology sign, right, with Capricorn. And when we think about the influences of our life, our our makeup is you know, if if 25% of our life is dictated if astrology makes up a portion of our life and we mm -hmm. kind of look at it as a circle graph, right? Astrology is going to make up 25% of it. The other 25% is going to be environment and the biggest chunk is going to be free will. And so that's important to understand when we're looking at our nature chart that one, not everything's destined to say how it's going to become because we can transmute anything. Um, it might be really, really difficult, but everything can be transmuted. And we know this as alchemists. Um, but also we have to be aware of the resistance of our environment. And so Capricorn's this interesting astrological sign because it's really focusing on these other two pieces of the pie, which is free will and environment. It would make sense with environment because this is the sign that's ruled by Saturn which is the five cent, this is the cube that we find ourselves in, right? This is the environment. And a lot of the times our environment is going to be a restrictive force to our spiritual development. Whether it's, you know, whether it's having to kind of partake and be a part of that kind of matrix that we kind of find ourselves in. But either way, there, there's usually, there can be resistance in the environment for spiritual progress, but there can also be assistance in our environment with spiritual progress, yes. right? It kind of depends how, how we're going to kind of utilize those. Um, but this environment and this free will very much play themselves together, okay? And so when we think of this this divine will, or we even just think of the will in general, right? we kind of can almost think of like an airplane taking off, okay? There is a equal and opposite push and pull reaction 
in our reality, right? You push against something, something pushes back against you. Right. There's resistance to the environment. Without this resistance, we wouldn't be able to move around. Like we need to, there needs to be something pushing against my legs as I'm walking for me to push through that and to actually stride and actually break this kind of like fabric of time and move myself within right. this fabric of time. There's this resistance here. Same thing with like an airplane taking off. It needs to have energy pushing against it to be able to lift off. Exactly. So time is is this constantly unfolding cloth that's just, it's always presenting itself right. with infinite potential for you to react within it. Your will is going to be the aspect of meeting that resistance and the will cuts through the fabric of time for your conscious awareness. Right. And so as you even like, as I'm like moving my hands right now, I'm cutting through the fabric of time by pushing movement through. Right. This is the will. The will is the resistance. This is what meets the resistance of reality. And it's our direction to how we kind of cut through and what we kind of draw on our own map. But it needs that resistance, or unless time will just take us. And you can see that, like time will take everything if there's not um, force that's kind of meant to come to meet with it. Does this make sense? Oh, it does. Yeah, I mean, we're, we talked about this with the idea of natural law, and and I know that we've talked about cause and effect as well. With with those principles in mind, what you're saying makes complete sense on how to activate that um, that within us with regards to the will, um, mm -hmm. and and how to to take that will. And again, if you find more information regarding the will as a psychological approach or even a phys, um, uh, philosophical approach, you'll find a couple of things that sort of hinder this um, ability to work within this um, natural law that we're talking about here and, and the cause and effect of what you do within um, that understanding um, helps you ascend to again the next octave to go higher than you thought you could but you needed that will for that and there's a lot of um ideas that are misconstrued that i know you and i have already talked about um based on on psychological approaches um like even just what would nietzsche nietzsche had to say about um about the will so continue on yeah no absolutely man and, it, and again it's this it's this interesting aspect because we don't we don't think about this this that we're in this electromagnetic sea right of energy yes. right and so we're using our form to kind of move through this and so again we don't see this process we we kind of see the reality in in these forms but we yes. know it's not these forms it's this electromagnetic currency that we're kind of working through and so as time's kind of unfolding this is the will to imprint ourselves in this in this aspect so we're really kind of just again like to get that mental idea of your movements your decisions any free will decision that you have is cutting this fabric in a unique kind of way correct and and that's what's going to be this this huge aspect because what this divine will looks like and to even call upon this divine will because we all have a will for survival right yes. which when you were kind of talking about that psychological lens we can understand this this will for survival and so what this divine will is is it's not only just the will for our spiritual survival 
but it's the will for our spiritual fulfillment. And so it it operates a little bit differently. It's not just operating to make sure we have proper nutrition and shelter, right? Now, those things have to be met before we can kind of really put this divine will in its its proper motion. But there's there's this coming together of this bigger purpose, bigger kind of plan. Um, and it's actually a very much a surrendering, which is so interesting because you think of this will as like, oh, but that's my say, that's me cutting through the fabric of reality mm-hmm. to make my impression, right? Make my impression on this um, mold right. that responds to consciousness, right? But there's actually this deep surrendering Because what we're going to kind of find with what separates the will from the divine will is it's not my will. It's the highest will. It's the understanding the unique plan that universal creation marked out for all of its individual workers, which is all of us. Right. We have this unique blueprint that we're supposed to fulfill. And so what this divine will is the understanding the fir- it's using it to get to the understanding of what that blueprint is, why did I get that blueprint, and then how am I going to accomplish that blueprint? I love that you're saying this. This is exactly the the jump that I was excited to talk to you about because, again, when you say about the psychological lens that people have used with the will, like Schopenhauer talks about it, a German philosopher, you know, or or what Nietzsche learned from him if you use that lens, they, again, they stop at a ceiling, which is they're talking about the will that is needed for survival and overcoming um, the self, but it doesn't let the individual know that once you get to that, there's that blueprint that follows that you're going to be able to see and contribute to for the greater good of, of mankind. And that's where I think people kind of stop right there, if that makes sense. I mean, if you go reading about you know, um, even like the will to power with, again, with Nietzsche or even in, in, in the Bible, when you talk about, you know, the will being used for, um, for, for not the betterment of man, but for the betterment of, of only oneself. Like, again, we talked about this with the tower of Babel briefly, we didn't bring up Nimrod, but that's something that I liked that I kind of kept in mind when we were doing the tower of Babel was that here is this example of the will taking it to a place where it's not, how can I ascend to God. It's how can I surpass, uh, my, my five cents reality to, um, for the betterment of just me and not for the, the greater, um, purpose of this blueprint you're talking about. So I like mm-hmm. where you're going here because again, it's nice to sort of break down these two different I- ideas that make one. And that one would be getting to that blueprint. Um, mm-hmm. So go on, man. I just, I just really appreciated how you kind of like set that up. Um, cause that's something that I really wanted to open up today with, with the understanding of the will and what it can do for us. And even with the astrological sign of Capricorn, people want to talk about fixing it now and doing something about it now. And that's great. That's a great energy to have in order to put things in motion and to, again, you need, as you said, with your physical hands, cut through that thread, but why are we cutting the thread? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, and that's fantastic. And then, gosh, man, how many times have we cut that thread using this lower will? Right. And then it causes problems, more confusion. Yes. So this is a, with great power comes great responsibility, yeah, right? Always. You know, the 4,000th time I've quoted that Spider-Man movie and I've never even seen a Spider-Man movie, but like this aspect of, you know, this, 
this aspect of this divine will. In a great way, a good little exercise is just think of it with will, and we've, we've used this before. My will is going to be this lowercase w will. Right. The universal will is going to be an uppercase w, and that's what we're trying to serve. We're actually surrendering to this. Right. We're actually surrendering to our universal blueprint that we're supposed to unfold. Now, how do we get to this divine will? Well, we're going to incorporate that circle that we just kind of looked at. We're going to look at our astrological natal birth chart, which is going to be 25% of this divine will. We're going to look at our environment, which is going to give us an understanding how that's going to kind of play out, which is 25%. And then we're going to enact this free will. And so this this divine will is going to kind of go in an evolution because it can't be enacted before we have the causality of the why, right? Exactly. And that what. So, so we're going to kind of go through the same process that who? The hero of the matrix went through. The what, the why, and the how. And that's going to be the same threefold trinity process that we are putting into place in all aspects of creation. So now we're coming back to the three, the number three, trinity. As I think, so I feel, so I act. Everything is is coming together. And what we're really looking at today is that act, the action, the courage of the courage lion, remember? He's got two songs in The Wizard of Oz for a reason. Right. Because the will, especially the divine will, is what's lacking so much in life right now. It's not so much the thought and the emotion. You talk to people and they can be like, oh, this is weird. I don't like this going on, but I still do this. Right? Thought, emotion, disconnected from the action. Right? So we have the the mother and the father who have orphaned the son. The son is now no right. longer with the home because we've kind of pushed away our ability to collapse waves. And that's what we're talking about. The Capricorn collapses waves into manifestation through its free will and the utilization and utility of its environment. Right. Okay. And so this is an interesting thing. And so before we can even approach this divine will, we do have to find out, you know, what is my purpose? Why am I here? And that's a that's a huge process we're going through. We're all in that process going through right now. Well, it's the same energy that's going to collapse waves in the external that works within the internal. So you actually bring this divine will and we generate it from the inside first and we utilize this energy, this focus of our attention um, to go on that inward journey. And now we look at things. We look at things like our natal chart. We look at things like numerology. We we study the esoteric sciences. We study the you know the principles of reality, and that's going to help us get us a better picture of how we're going to kind of operate, who we are, what's our makeup, and then we're going to kind of reflect on well, what's come easiest for me in my life? What is easy? You know, because the universe is always giving you hints of who you are. Exactly, it's going with the stream. You know, again, like. We could stand right here and I'm going to be like, man, I'm going to be a UFC fighter. It doesn't matter how often I train. I'm going to go in there and I have like a glass chin and they're just going to like bump me and I'm just going to go down. You know what I mean? Like there's some stuff that... I think you, your chin's stronger than that. Well, thank you, my man. Actually, that would probably be my better thing. I'd probably be not the best at throw. I don't even know where... I don't... Ah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I should... I think I like more prefer... Um, Ski ball, ski ball, you know, kind of keep it easy, maybe yeah. like a roller skate ring. <laughs> but 
you know, just saying that. That right. would be so opposite of my nature. Right. Now, it would be good for me. It would probably be good for me to take up like a skill like mixed martial arts as like a hobby, just because I could utilize to put more fire into myself. So making that free will decision, because I am all earth and water, to bring more fire, like a trained mixed martial arts, mm -hmm. that would probably be really good for my consciousness. Now, am I going to be the best person at that gym? Probably not. Right. No. You know? Now, am I going to be the best person at that gym after I get like my ass kicked? So I can like, when I'm like, I have the ice pack on my head and I have a little napkin and I'm like, explaining to you what esoteric symbols are probably going to be the best person at the gym for that right. you know what i mean holding the ice pack and be like and this is a cube you know and then yeah. doing that whole thing going with your flow is going to be really important and that's part of what the the cap record wants to do because it's utility how do you utilize the aspects that are coming in that's why again we look at natal charts and a lot of times in a neighbor chart it's just like we're looking at your internal capacities that make you a badass. Right. You know, this isn't a bad thing. Like, we want to see how this energy is. And like, you know, you have your own unique perspective. How do we enhance that? How do we amplify that? You know, how do we kind of bring that up? Um, kind of turn up that uh, transformer a bit. Get a higher vibration going, right? And now that we kind of think about this aspect of how electricity works with like the housing and that combination for between the masculine and the feminine, we get a little better understanding of this. And so Capricorn, again, not only gives us this lesson of utility for this divine will and the aspect of we need to kind of go and find it ourselves, but Capricorn can also give us the, the story and the guidance of being able to find peace in a very chaotic five sense reality, right? Because it's the self, it's all about self-reliance. Like it comes down to the self. And that's something as we're kind of seeing circumstances in society um, going through these um, new evolutions, self-reliance is going to be very, very important. You know, finding your own security in yourself. And we've talked about this since the beginning. That's why you know thyself. So this becomes your home and this becomes your arc to be able to survive the various floods that are... Um, looking like on the forecast. And yeah. so, um, yeah, the instinctive, the instinctive, um, aspects of ourselves that are more linked to sort of an animalistic instinct that allow the will to move physically shouldn't stop there, you know? And that's what's something that I, I, I know we've talked about with regards to the divine will, because the creator himself, even in Genesis is said, um, the creator himself talks about, I make you in my image. Therefore you have the capacity to have your yes. will be connected to the same divine uh, purpose that I have instilled into humans. It doesn't mm -hmm. stop at what I gave for the other uh, mammals or animals or uh, living organisms on the planet. Your will is actually one that is meant to go further and beyond that of of the of the rest of what happens on this five cent construct that we right. have here on on this planet at least. And so, I completely yeah. agree, man. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot to be said about it. So let's continue. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. And I love the I love that kind of connection there in the pulling it back to the Genesis story because this is where all of this kind of kind of comes from. But you know, when we kind of think about this Capricorn energy, you kind of think of the the story too about the the monk who was told to go under the bell and that's where he was supposed to find peace. And so he would sit under this bell and they would just ring the bell. And it's one of those big ones for the city. Right. And he would have to sit in there 
And he had to stay in there until he heard pure quietness. And they were just ringing the bell the entire time. Um, and he asked his teacher, like, when do I get to leave? And he's just like, when you don't feel uncomfortable, you know, that's when you can actually leave the spot. And that's a great meditation for Capricorn because again, there's our environment has probably become a lot more resistant and restrictive um, for most of us. And so how do you how do you find peace in that? Well, it's the peace is gonna kind of come from your own internal fire and the own your own kind of moving of earth. And again, this like self-reliance and self-independence is going to be one of the best security factors that you're going to be able to proactively put into place, especially with these times that there's just a lot of unknown circumstances um, yeah. on the horizon. That's a and great, so, great piece of advice. You know, that that internal that internal strife and just that Capricorn. And, you know, again, Capricorn can represent sacrifice too because it kind of represents, you know, it represents the parent that is usually the one that's like the breadwinner. So yeah. it could be the mother or the father, but this individual is literally sacrificing time to be with their family who they love to give foundation and support housing things to the family that they love. Yeah, that can-do attitude that that parent might have in this example um, gives the potential for those maybe in the same household to later on aid the individual with that kind of responsibility and can-do attitude when they feel at their lowest. And so your, your, your physical approach to this energy and, and what you provide for your say, in this case, your physical house will also nourish and nurture those who might have to nourish and nurture you back. Once you have sort of lost your way through just the physical, uh, uh, endeavors of just like your, this potential that we're unraveling. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, so, so I agree, man. I think, uh, you know, this, this, we can fix it. And again, can do attitude is great for the movement that is needed in order to find the discipline you will have to use later on internally, you know? So again, finishing the full circle is what's important, not just starting, and an analogy here, not just starting in the month of January and then letting it all kind of right. fall off for the rest of the remaining uh, 11 uh, calendar months that we have here on. on, on. I mean, corporations literally have business plans based on this, exactly. knowing that we're going to be Capricorns and we're all going to jump out for these free trials of things like this is literally like when they make so much oh, money and yeah. in, income of their year. They so what you're... they're astrologically kind of basing this. Um, exactly. And so, and they know that you have a potential um, to lose that fulfillment as of as that full completion. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So they don't. You know, it's always going to be presented to you in this time, mm -hmm. and then it's up to you to carry it on um, from there on out. Once the energy has sort of dissipated, um, if especially if you don't have that sort of Capricorn um, energy in your house um, from from your from your sign, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, like if, like mm -hmm. once it kind of the energy fades away, what are you going to do? You know, you started something, how do you follow through with it? And how does it, um, you know, get you to that blueprint we were talking about earlier? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and that's, again, that's the first step. It's, we have to figure out, you know, who I am. And why, why you're doing this, you know, the, the why again, this is, is a big question that we we've talked about here on this, on this season. Um, but yeah, no, I completely agree. 
Absolutely. You know, and again, when we kind of think about these, these stories that we always talk about, so for this, for this divine will to be truly enacted, we, we do, we have to know why we are here and we have to connect with that sacred feminine aspect, which is the generation of care, you know, and we spoke about this. This is, this is very much the interplay between Morpheus, Trinity, and Neo. Neo in that story represents the divine will. Trinity represents the um, generation of care. Right, the heart. And the heart factor and the heart. And then Morpheus was kind of the thought aspect, right? And the playing together of all this. But for this divine will to actually be directed, it has to be directed from by the heart. It right. can't be directed from, again, the, the head. Then we become skull and bones. Well, that, that, that ability within this energy to take on the road alone also sort of makes people weary of depending on others, but that's where you should sort of override that and actually allow others to help you on this like one, not necessarily, um, what do you call it? Not like the self-sufficient energy. Cause I feel like that's what it brings, but it has a broader purpose. And I think sometimes people narrow that down to just one, um, one path that isn't going to eventually branch out when it actually will, if you continue to be on that, you know what I'm saying? Cause I, I know it's been said about that with that sort of Capricorn energy of just like, you know, going on the path alone, but being, you know, strong minded on how, or strong willed, as I should say to, to complete this, but not knowing that like it has again, a more, it has a purpose with, with other facets or the other individuals that need to kind of contribute to that same will in order to make a bigger blue or connect to that bigger blue. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, and that's what Aquarius is for, which comes next, you know, cause the Capricorn is all about that individual journey and right. it's like, got to do this. It's, it's on my shoulders. Right. And then you, you branch out to Aquarius, which is community objective. Okay. And now you see this, right. uh, this bigger picture and you're going through that wheel again. You know, it's that, we kind of look at that in the chart. There's like this focus in and then there's the focus out. Yes. Focus in, focus yes. out. And so I love that you brought up the energy when we're talking about the astrology that will be will be kind of, you know, coming next to be kind of looking out for because it does it it becomes a little bit more of a objective communal kind of viewpoint. But we have to be in charge of our own will before we can help even direct the will to benefit the community. Yeah. I mean, people talk about this being this unconscious force, but we must reach an ability to be conscious of the force in order to like continue on with the journey. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes people, again, we talk about this being something that puts us into motion, but what is the reason for being in this motion? You know, that's great that we have this energy, this charge running through us, but what comes next is what is just as important of what started this path in the yeah. first place. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. you know, and so like, if we can just really think of this divine will as like an internal pressure that needs to be discovered, discovered, incorporated, and then unfolded. Yes. Right? And that's this whole process that that needs to be satisfied mm-hmm. because it's this deep energy. And if, if we don't, if we don't um, turn this into fruition, this turns into bitterness. Yes. This turns into Glad hate. This that's... turns into, you know, even just that aspect. Cause we've seen that we've seen like, you know, individuals that were really joyful and kind of get bitter through their lives. And a lot of the times it's this, this, you know, this unfulfillment, 
Because we do. We have our spiritual map played out in front of us. But depending on where we want to travel on that, that's our free will decisions. You could have the birth chart to be the queen of the world. Mm -hmm. Like you were the chosen one. Right. But if you don't have the free will to actually put this into motion and actually push against environment and actually cut through this fabric of time to make that destiny happen. And destiny's destiny's just going to pass you right by. Exactly. You know? And so it's always that idea. And I remember I read it and I was waiting in to talk to, I was like doing this whole meditation thing in Nepal and I was sitting in the waiting room and I'll never forget. It was like a little pamphlet and says, destiny has your phone number you just have to give it a reason to call. And that's what that first divine will of going within to know thyself. That's when destiny gives you that phone ring. Exactly. Hence, you know why the phone is always used in movies. We had that scene in the matrix when we were speaking about it, but we get this, this call to action. Yeah. Go on this hero's journey, find out your destiny. Everything's yeah. kind of coming in. And so the, that fuel to keep going through that hero's journey, this is that divine will. And again, it's it's not even guided by our self, lower self. It's guided by that higher self, but it's an internal pressure that needs release. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I mean, again, back to uh, one of the things that I was reading in regards to um, the will to power with Nietzsche. And again, I'm not going to try to lean all on Nietzsche, but I just think it's interesting how some people will find themselves sort of understanding will from that perspective, you know, um, not even from like, I mean, there's so many philosophers that can talk to you about will. And and their um their unfolding of of the will and what it what it can do for you. But I know that one of the things that um that resonates with what you're saying is that you know when Nietzsche talked about harnessing um and and directing this this self mastery um or this like self transformation uh, guided by the the real self internally. And I really like that because you know you need to again kind of like understanding why the universe needs to make that call to you is, is important when you, when that call comes, you know, you know, does that make sense? Um, yeah. In order to create something of, of beauty, right. You know, in, in your life. And I think we've all done that. And I think, uh, it's funny cause I just talked to an individual yesterday, um, for several hours, um, who I met through the podcast and, um, we were talking about when that call comes and when the decision of, releasing that pressure is needed um, and how it needs to be done more peacefully when that call comes, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, and the will is what's going to be there to move you forward from a situation like this, um, whether it's within tragedy or transformation or, you know, we even talked a lot about the idea of what the will needs to be when we talked about the seven stages of alchemy, you know, and how you feel like, oh, I thought I was just uh, going through this and it ended here. And it's like, no, this is what needed to happen first before moving into the second and then right. the third. Um, but having the will to continue on is what's going to help you ascend once again to that higher octave. Uh, I don't know why I'm so hung up on, on that. Uh, it's what really resonates with me lately is just always moving up the next octave because I think we talk about so many, uh, interesting and, and beautiful things. Um, within this network uh that we we have created but it kind of just always goes back to oh, letting us uh unfold the path towards that blueprint that we were talking about with with this um divine will so yeah and i love that you brought up that blueprint because i think to kind of go back over that aspect like getting into the the idea of 
why these esoteric schools are called like the Freemasons and they were always right. called builders and why we even use the word master builder from instruction follower. And it's this idea that we are all given a very specific task mm-hmm. to do in our our time on this shared reality. And what that task is in its highest aspect, which is this divine will, is the further evolution of consciousness. And so again, there's there's a surrendering that happens mm-hmm. and there's a sacrifice that happens because we actually sacrifice our lower natures to be able to open up to these higher natures of, you know, not my will, right? But its will, like the universal will is what's playing through me. So we sacrifice even the limited factors of what we even know as success, as what we know as even as kind of what's like physically important to us. And everything kind of starts to radiate with more of this spiritual significance, which is exactly, you know, the goal we're working through. But understanding that everybody is has an individual, unique role to play in the evolution of consciousness. And we need we need masons, we need carpenters. You know, we need builders, we need all the different kinds of jobs, we need bakers. And so again, we're starting to see even how, you know, society's cut up into its own things and how we all have our own unique interests. And it's just so funny because like, if, if your interest isn't considered profitable, you should get interested in something that's profitable. Well, that's that's not the case from what the universe needs you to do. Right. So what's going to be more important fill in a pressure internal pressure that the universe needs you to do or getting a synthetic pressure fulfilled that the matrix thinks is more comfortable for you right what what are we going to be on our when we're crossing out of this world what are we going to be bitter about and what is going to give us peace love and grace well we know right. which one is going to give peace love and grace it's the releasing of the deepest internal internal pressure which is this unfolding of this divine will um, and so what's unique about this is when we surrender to this divine will and it incorporates us and we are now acting through it, we are now collapsing waves for divine will. Can't let anything get in your way. And that includes the thoughts and the feelings of other people. Like if you're truly in your divine flow, if you are grounded in the electromagnetic energy of the universe, you need to get thick skin and you need to get very brave and you need to almost think of yourself as with this divine will of that sword. Okay. Because that's exactly what you're doing. You're cutting through the fabric of time. Right. Um, That's why in tarot you, you have the swords are actually an aspect because that's how you cut through time. It's what you kind of, how you utilize kind of fire swords are made in fire. Right. And that's why they'll, usually represent that that archetype within within a tarot deck um but it's this interesting aspect of when we actually get this divine will that we really it's not again it's not a tunnel vision it's not taking advantage of other people we're not doing people wrong no but we really do have to get to this point that if we're really you know on the right path and we're on this universal plan we're really going to have to kind of follow through and be aware that there's going to be environmental resistance. You know, we're going to be aware that people are going to kind of stand in our way. There's going to be haters. Like haters are going to hate. It's going to happen. But you and your purpose are going to be unrelentless. Yeah. It all becomes the same, um, the same blend in the end 
and those um, who get in your way are trying to cut the threads to the greater connection of a giant web that we're all connected to. And we talked about this as we're all a single droplet of water in an ocean. And if we're all trying to get back to the ocean, we're all trying to get back to the greater cause and, and find our our divine purpose to that cause, the way to there will always have these, I like how you're talking about these haters, but you'll have these individuals on the path wanting to individualize the potential to connect to this, to the higher source. They'll try, they'll actually encourage you to be individualized. And by being individualized, I mean like taking the, the thread that's going to connect to the greater and then actually cutting it and just saying, Oh, this is all you need. And this is all you will need. You don't need to continuously like expand this for the greater good of everyone else. Just worry about yourself. And that's false because if you are living within that divine purpose, whoever is getting in your way is telling you how to segregate or how to cut away from that divine source is who you need to kind of like go around and say, no, like this, this is bigger. This is much bigger than just what you find me doing physically on this five sense reality. Cause that's what I feel that people even approach people like ourselves with the podcast or even endeavors that I've done with my creativity uh, within myself is that how can you take this and just profit from it for yourself? I'm like, no, no, I want to take this and let others sort of in on it so we can all expand this network uh, to the to the true potential that it was meant to be at. And mm-hmm. again, so I think you're always going to have exactly what you're saying is people sort of saying like, your will got you here, then this is where you need to stop. And it's like, no, you don't need to tell me where I need to stop when I know what purpose I'm on right now to expand consciousness for myself and for others. Right. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And it's, again, it's, it's this understanding of how to deal with this environmental resistance. Yes. And if you know your direction, don't let anybody stand in your way. Right. You know, don't let anything and don't go around it, go through it. Yeah. Like, don't even don't give them that benefit of doubt. Like if you're divinely flowed and you know what you're doing, again, it can't be it can't be baseless. Like you really need to yes. be truly connected to yes. this generation of care. Um but it's it's very, very powerful. And this is again that the environment's going to give us restrictions and the agents of the matrix are banking on you falling to those environmental restrictions. And so what they're going to do is they're going to empower the mob, you know, because the mob is always saying, so we should listen to the mob because the mob has always come up with clear decisions in the past. Never, ever has happened. The mob has never done that. It's always a mob, right? So they almost empower the mob against you. Like, oh, this is the environment that you're working for. You know, restrictions and even, I mean, think about this aspect of even the subject that we want to study. Like I, as as a teacher, like I couldn't just go and study esoteric philosophy at any university and get a job. There's restrictions in the education environment for that, right? So it's like, how are you going to kind of rise up to this situation? How are you going to kind of feel this, this kind of force? Because... They know you have good ideas and they know you get these moments of inspiration where you're like, I'm going to do this. What they're banking on is you have no follow through. And they talk about you like you have no follow through very clearly. They bank on it. It's a, it's a trillion dollar industry on getting you to start something because they know you don't have the willpower to keep going. Or they encourage you to just worry about yourself. Like, so again, back to the, the idea of like solipsism where it's like, what's good for me is good for me. And that's where it stops. So it doesn't expand. You know what I mean? That ripple doesn't become bigger. It's just like, what is for, you know what I'm saying? Like people, because they'll, they'll encourage people to be say entrepreneurial, but with a limitation, 
which is like get what you need and then get out. Mm-hmm. And people are following that path. And you see that in our society now where they, they instead of having that glimpse of inspiration and then saying, how much further can I take this and how can it connect to a higher purpose? It's like, no, as soon as you get that glimpse, put it into something plastic, make your currency, and then you're done. And that's where you find people who have have had monetary success fall fall into like a, a state of emptiness when they right. get there. And that's a, another facade that's been put over us. You know what I'm saying? No, perfect, man. And what you're, and I love what you just alluded to right there, because this is a resistance in the environment that we yes. don't think about, which is monetary success. You have a spiritual destiny. It's not tied to your monetary success. And how many of us, because we reach monetary exe- success, we ease up. We ease up on our spiritual journey because like, oh, but I'm kind of comfortable now. This is pretty exactly. cool. Like I can travel, I can do all this. And so we ease up on those breaks. Um, and so this resistance to the environment is always not going to be just like a little Yelper on the internet, like talking about your restaurant. Like this, this resistance to the environment is going to come from so many different things, even comfort. Yes. Like the the luxuries that we are presented for in this world. You know, I, this- yeah, I actually consider the luxuries just to interrupt uh, that have been given to us um, as such a hindering because, you know, it's nice to have the shelter that we talked about and the food and the abundance that you need to let your body, your physical body continue on. But if you have those, I, I'd like to say that that's more of a gift given to you in order to really go deeper within because now you have the actual in terms of linear time the hours to do that and to do the good work Mm -hmm. you know um for that reason people don't don't go there that's why i don't really like i'm not going to say i dislike the idea of the 19th century approach to the will and the will to power as it's said before but that's kind of what they allude to sometimes is that you need to have this will in order to sustain yourself but they don't go beyond that into too much about like well what's what comes after that so if you if you attain what you were supposed to how do you continuously evolve once you have what you've always needed and we're taught with this resistance that is in our culture that you don't have to do anything that's the whole point get comfortable like sit down sit back stop exploring you know what i mean and it, and it's done on its uh, by our own um in our in our own um the influence that we've had just happens naturally. You know, people right. are like, oh, I just kind of stopped exploring the deeper meaning of, of myself and life because I got to this point of monetary comfort and and success. Um, and the will got you there for sure. But that's just, again, I, I like to call it the part one will. Now it's just like, let's go to the part, the more important will. So it's like you got the little will with a, with a smaller W and then now you have to ascend to that capital divine will, that will that's bigger. Yeah. Than all of us. You know Absolutely. What I'm yep. And you know, and kind of when we think about this in the aspect of like, how do we create an idea? How do we become successful in this five sense reality? This thought, emotion, action, but understanding that this action is not just a, a one and done kind of thing. Mm. This follow through, one of the biggest hidden esoteric secrets, why the agents control the matrix the way they do is because 99.9% of us give up the moment we come into one kind of difficulty. And this is banked on. Now, 
this is not a spiritual individual is going to meet that resistance and keep with that follow through. Follow through, follow through, follow through is going to be the biggest marker of success in your life. It's a great mantra. It's a great mantra. And we have so many ideas. We know that we have these unique ideas and we know we can feel passionately about it. And we're going to take it through that process. It's that thought, emotion, action. So you create the idea you give it that the energy of the heart so it's guided, and then you constantly work that into reality. And you're constantly bringing that in through follow-through. It's not just one action. You're not going to be able to get what you want by making a vision board and just staring at it so hard you pass out. Yeah. That's not gonna how it's gonna happen. You need to, that can be a guiding force, which is beautiful, but you need to do the work. It's all about this aspect of the divine will. The work needs to be done. We are the universal individuals that do the work. We're the workmen and the workwomen of the universe, right? However you kind of want to identify it, you're a little builder and you have a specific job that's supposed to get done, but it's a constant journey. It's that mountain goat climbing up this mountain, right? It's every day we get a little bit higher. So this follow through is again, one of the deepest esoteric understandings there banking on us. It's a trillion dollar industry that they don't think you have follow through. And it's what they're banking on complete control on that you guys like, you know, even, even when you elect politicians, you have no follow through to hold them up to the word that they even said to get them elected. You just blow it off and you just start looking at the next election. You don't think they know this? You don't think they're aware that you guys that we don't we lack follow through to call them and be like, hey, why is it before you got elected you said this and then this happened? It's because they know we we don't do that. We it's thought emotion, thought emotion, thought emotion, and we stay and we stay stuck in these first two steps of alchemy. Well, back to the idea of the of the first will, this little will. So I'm saying the will that that they bank on is that you feel the fulfillment has been completed based on you actually taking your physical body to the polls, marking the candidate, submitting the candidate, and that's it. I did my job. Right. So they know that. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, and no, it, and you're going to keep that in your own little container of like, I finished. This is, yes. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, you're right. Cause it's like a little dopamine fix. Yeah, exactly. And, and but you keep it too, in like in a little jar almost mm-hmm. internally. Oh, well, you get so a that sticker. Way when you get, yeah. So that way when you are challenged on it, you're like, ah, oh, but I just, I did the work part. I did it. So I work so hard. I don't hard. know why I got to follow through with the rest of it. Right. It's like, is anyone else protesting this or is anyone else challenging this idea right. of this person going on to some sort of level of insane hypocrisy? You're or just then like, you're just like, oh, but The Bachelor's on Channel 4. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like sucked right <laughs> and you're, back, you're in. back into it. Um, gosh, man, it's... Um, I like the follow through, though. I think it's it's an important way to not necessarily conclude what we've been talking about, but really just sort of reiterate you know for the year to come is to follow through and and not being hung up on that dopamine effect of the action using the will again we talked about this the will gets you to do the action but there's more to that that's just a percentage of what needs to be completed not the completion right entire in its entirety you know so again in like in these dopamine fixes like they're utilizing this because all of a sudden we don't need to get actions to get these dopamine fixes, hence the metaverse, right? There's even this aspect of you like watching 
somebody like making a quick little video on YouTube. Oh, It's yeah. a dopamine fix. If like, even though you didn't eat the food, you didn't live in that log cabin that they built, exactly. it's a little dopamine fix, but that dopamine fix is supposed to be kicked in once you accomplish something. Exactly. So what we're doing is we're, we're cheat coding ourselves, but we're actually, we're getting the dopamine fixed, but we're not doing the work that needs to be done. No, we talked about this with the, I mean, again, it's like, uh, I think it's amazing that we have had the opportunity to describe, say, the seven stages of alchemy, but don't get so caught up in just because Daniel and I have had the conversation of alchemy that you've completed the seven stages by just listening to what the seven stages are. You must go through them in order to evolve to that next octave. And mm -hmm. that's something that they have found a, and I like how you call it a cheat code, but it's a cheat code they've presented to us. It's like, hey, you can, you don't need to have calloused fingers and hands and the pain and agony of the weather and the environment that required for you to be disciplined during making the log cabin. Just watch this guy make this log cabin in, in Alaska in the middle of winter over the course of two years on a time lapse. And guess what? Even if you don't want to watch this, you know, arduous uh, uh, build out. You can even fast forward to the end, and you right. don't get this just satisfaction. Get that satisfaction. Of just look like, at what oh, I did. What I did. And it's like fast forward. <laughs> yeah, but the, the what you should really be asking yourself is if if you do have a connection to look what you have done. Is it just something as an example so you can do it yourself physically, or can you even walk through that log cabin door? Because that's the next real step. It's like you had the satisfaction of seeing the completion, but the completion in itself is what that man actually did for himself and you not ever experiencing the real reward of that is what you're being robbed of. And you don't know that because you're like, well, I don't need to go to Alaska, nor do I need to build something. I already saw enough people right. do it and that's enough for me. And it's like, no, you're, you're robbing something out of yourself and your character development that is needed during this journey and this path. Um, but yeah. Right. I mean, again, and again, no offense. And I, and I'm not saying this offense to anybody, but it's like, when you're talking to somebody and be like, yeah, man, we're world champions. And we're like, oh, the, yeah, that's the, a good one. The LA Lakers are the champions. Like, you don't play, like, you support them, but like, you didn't put any of those balls in that basket, Sean. Right. You know, um, it's a shout out. <laughs> and so he doesn't listen to the podcast, so it's perfect. But, no, um, but that's, that's very true. There is a, there is a chip on people's shoulders based on the accomplishment of others and and they believe that what what is felt within them based on the accomplishment of others is enough and right. that's that's in my opinion again false well and again like we're not talking about like oh you know sharing that experience with your friends and your family it's like a community thing oh, there's yeah, yeah. beauty it there contributes to it exactly you know, you know people yeah. talk about the free throw going in and the whole crowd having its right, energy right you know no, you're part of it that. But is it your ultimate accomplishment? Exactly. It's you not. know, being it's there's there's got to be something hopefully something hopefully bigger. Um, and so this um, yeah, just this this unique this unique understanding of how important this follow through is, and that's really what Capricorn's about. Because when you think about the will, you think more fire, right? Like that's what's going to like kind of come in. And so this is that this is that fire to move the earth because it's kind of like it's that cardinal aspect of this earth sign. And so it's that sustained fire that's so, so dominant. And again, it's not a fire sign, but it's that sustained willpower that Capricorn represents. So it's like, it's taking those bursts of Aries, which is those new amazing ideas. It's taking that leadership aspect of Leo and it's like putting it into motion, but it's do like, as I see, you know, it's, it's kind of like leading by example. 
you right. know, Capricorn does the work and everything just follows. It's not like a, oh, it's more of like, I'm just going to get this done. Like, judge me by my actions. Um, and that's exactly what the Capricorn calls. And that's exactly what we're going to be judged on as well. You know, the universe is going to be like, you know, when they're weighing the heart, your heart against that feather, they're going to be like, you'd be like, they'll be like, well, your action said this. And you'd be like, yeah, but my thoughts and my emotions were here. And they're going to be like, I know, but like, it's your actions. You're known by your actions. It's not how genuine your thoughts were. There's been a lot you of- You were born with that, the the feeling. It's the feeling turning into action, not the other way around. Because once the actions aren't accomplished, you can't go using the feelings that were actually given to you as a birthright or as like a divine uh, utilization to say, but I felt it. It's like, no, we know we put that in there. Mm-hmm. You didn't do anything with it. Like we gave you that so you could do something with it, not the other way around where you can just ad- admire it, but then do completely heinous and pointless actions throughout your life, if that makes sense. Right, right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and it's, and again, man, it's just this, this aspect of this, this divine will is the fuel of our destiny. And it's putting that into place and actually changing this direction and changing this focus. But it's all going to come with this aspect of continually working on the projects we're starting to work on and what we're creating. There's never going to be success if we give ourselves up. When we when we give up early on cycles, it's the most devastating, damaging thing. You know, so again, aspects of like, well, how do I kind of align my divine will? Like I know what I want to do, you know, like work within a lunar calendar understand the ebbs and flows of this moon so we don't just feel like, oh, I lost enthusiasm on this project. I must be done with it. Um, And then two days after we close it off, we have that enthusiasm come back. Like, are you looking at these astrological cycles? Like, this is going to give us a good understanding of how to kind of, you know, organize this energy so it goes 365 days a year. Because that's what you kind of want to do in this Capricorn time is like, how do I get into this will set of like sacrificing of doing the things I don't want to do because I know I need to do them. Like that's, there's so much power when we get into that mode, when we can do things that we don't want to do for the development of ourselves, you are an earth mover. You are taking so many more strides right there. And if people are looking to speed up their spiritual progress, it's going to come in this realm of like what we do with the earth that's around us. That's where it's going to get started. That's a great way to kickstart this aspect up. Um, and then what that's going to happen is we're going to start to see the magic in our five sense reality. So when we're on our meditation pillow, we're going to tap into those finer substances either easier. You know, when we're reading our reading those esoteric books, we're going to have these bigger breakthroughs, you know, and these are these going to be these moments, but you know, giving honor to Saturn first, right? which is so important because Saturn's the one that comes back around and teaches us some pretty tough lessons. And so you honor the Father, the universal Father, by the sacrifice of your energy for the creation of an evolution of consciousness. Exactly. Through its beautiful thing, i.e. creation, the mother. Raising yeah. everybody's vibration to the next level is, is key. And using that will is what it will take and the follow-through will have it come to fruition. So keep going. If, if this is your path, just don't give up. And don't let haters are going to hate. You know what I mean? Like you you want to do that. And, you know, again, 
One thing too, and we can kind of say this because this is the end of the episode. Um, one of the things we're going to be kind of getting in, and when we're talking about this divine will, we're really kind of talking about like forming your purpose and actually accomplishing something and creating something in this five sense reality and really becoming these master builders rather than these instruction followers, right? And so, you know, one of the things that's a really unique esoteric principle um, is is this idea of being silent about your plans as well. Yes. So there's a there's a Sephirah in the Kabbalah, and it's called Doth, and it's mm-hmm. the hidden Sephirah. And it's right where the throat is. And what Doth kind of represents, and again, we're going to kind of break down, it sounds like we're really going to be exploring the Kabbalah pretty soon, which is yes. really, really good. Everybody will laugh at my Hebrew when I just like totally chop it up and it sounds terrible, uh, but we're going to try our best. But it starts there, you know. It starts there, exactly. And I'm going to be unrelentless about it, and I'm not going to let the haters hate. No. Um, and so... It's a breakthrough in itself. You it's know, a breakthrough in itself. And so this aspect of Doth, and we'll, we'll kind of get into this, but as we come up with these ideas, as we go through this thought, emotion, actions, be careful who you cheer your plans with. Right. Now, if you have a close community of like a romantic partner, a close friendship like I have with Eduardo here, like I share everything with Eduardo because I know consciously and subconsciously he's putting energy for the unfoldment of my development and my success. And I do the same for him. So we can share plans. It's part of our spiritual family. If there's individuals that might have negative thoughts to you, like maybe going through work and it's just colleagues, not so much that they're um, friends, but colleagues, you don't want to share your deep, big spiritual plans with them. Like you don't need to tell people about this because what happens is other people get that idea and then their thought power start can kind of negatively influence the situation, right? And because the willpower has this huge kind of influence. And so we actually kind of want to be quiet about how we use this willpower. If, does this make sense? Well, like yeah, we can, you have to harness the, the energy that is going to be needed for that um, accomplishment and the energy that is needed to express the idea of what you want to accomplish in itself is leaking out some of that potential just with your vocal cords to someone else, yep. you know, so like harness that energy within and choose when to sort of release a little bit of that out to someone who is going to foster that and or amplify that for you when you're, when you're talking about it. You exactly. Know and then they hold it in their thoughts and they actually can subconsciously kind of build that towards you. And so if you have a spiritual community that you truly trust, you can share those plans. But again, you don't want to just be out announcing all this stuff because if somebody might not even know that they might be jealous of you, but say somebody is a little jealous of you at work and it's even in their subconscious realm, you tell them about that plan, they're running that through that self-conscious cycle of jealousy um, and they're kind of throwing a little bit of dirt in your plan. Right. Okay. Right. And so we don't want to, we don't really want to kind of separate it out. Like even, like even in the aspects of like when we've ever done a call to action on the podcast, like mm-hmm. when I, when I was going and I, I needed to get my passport in time, you notice how we didn't say that in the beginning of the episode? We waited till the end of the episode to bring that up. Why did I wait till the end of the episode to ever do some call to actions or tell you guys our plans? We never start an episode like, hey, we have exciting news. It's always at the end of the episode. Well, the reason for that is the majority of the people who start this and they like have this negative kind of feeling, 
or they don't know the common language that we're speaking of because maybe they jump in on episode 78 and they're like, well, what's natural law? They don't even explain that. This is stupid. And they have this like negative kind of feel. Well, haters can't swim. They've already fallen off by the time it gets to the 58th minute. I know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to the swimmers here. I'm talking to the individuals that have been here, you know, or know this natural law principle. They have this common language. And so when I say, hey, I could use some really good energy, I know that by the time we're getting to this end of this episode, that's who's still here. It's the energy that's like me and you are connected. Does this make sense? Absolutely. And so where we kind of even place that and what happened there? I got my passport on time because all of these individuals with pure aspiration who've made it through all these and, and they share this connection with us, put in good energy. And that worked for me. It's part of the spiritual network. Yeah. You know, but again, if I would have done it on the beginning, first couple episodes, I'm going to get into a little bit of trouble, you know, and even like the aspects of like some of the stuff I've said on here, I've noticed like, again, you want to make the universe laugh? Tell it your plans. And I've said that. I've spoken too early on here, and certain things have like not kind of went into how I thought they were going to be. And it's not saying that it was negative, but it was just like, hold on to that, doth. Like, hold on to your manifestations. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why they say don't share your birthday wish when you blow out your death candles on your birthday. Like, there's this whole aspect of, you know, keep it to you because. It's 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 yours. It's part of your divine will, and it's it's kind of how you protect it. But if you have somebody that you truly trust, of course you want to share it because it's like it's the other end of the battery, and you can actually generate and manifest quicker. And this is why it's really important to get in. If you can find a spiritual relationship with a partner, you can start manifesting at a very very great level because you're generating energy together, and you're working for the both and the spiritual advancement of each other as well as the self. Absolutely. Um, no, the authenticity of your purpose and your um, your next move will be felt by the authentic. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's yep. who you should let in and not try to get the approval of everyone else based on the authenticity that you're wanting to um, develop right. and unfold. It's just like, right. hold on, and, and it'll be felt by those who were meant to be there. And that's how I feel about this beautiful network and in and everyone who who helps us along this journey is that i speak to you uh daniel and i speak to everyone else simultaneously who is willing to um see our point of view from a place of of not just community but of aiding ourselves as a whole for the greater good and so those again back to haters are going to hate they just i just deflect them because it's just that it doesn't, it does, it has nothing to do with Absolutely. why I'm here, even in front of this microphone right now. So well, it doesn't it, affect me in the first and, place. And again, man, I feel like we, um, and again, thank you so much for everybody who leaves reviews, because uh, that's like the biggest, that's like our biggest way to influence, I guess, right. and get in those streams. Is So thank you so much for anybody who's ever kind of left reviews and people that send messages on Instagram. Um, in, in all those aspects. But again, we don't really, because we're just like giving, universal like we're just kind of given occult laws like we really don't get a lot of negative reviews but like at the restaurant when i owned restaurants you would you would just get the worst kind of things you know that would kind of come through and you had to really kind of understand when you realized that it was your divine will it made it so much easier because you're like wait a second i'm not getting upset about a bark i'm getting upset about a yelp like it's not a bark from a dog that I respect 
you know, that has power and something that like I want, it's a Yelp. Yeah. And you're like, interesting. Like, you know, it's, it goes back to that same thing. Like, you know, at the end of the day, I was, you know, I had a food truck with my friends and a restaurant with my friends and, and you're on the internet. Right. So like, we're not even in the same world. Like I'm, I'm creating a business with my friends and we're trying to, you know, break out of this matrix together and you're on the internet. Like, why would I even, why would we even, you know, why do we even give heed to that kind of resistance of the environment? Exactly. I always said that uh, there's an analogy that I always had in my mind with carpentry and, and I love to do, I love to dabble in a little bit of woodworking, but there's the neighbor that walks by your house and criticizes the structure of your birdhouse, but it's the bird that you house that should matter to you on why you gave it something that didn't exist before your mm-hmm. creation. And it may not have the most perfect angles, but the bird isn't worried about that as much as it, Hey, I had nowhere to go and I have somewhere to go. And I thank you. And that connection between you and that, um, you know, other being is all that should always override any criticism that comes to you, right. you know? And so, you just have to laugh at them and be like, how many have you built and how many birds, you know, are sheltered by your own, you know, uh, call to action of something so simple. But again, it's just easier to walk by and look at it from a dimension of saying like, these dimensions are incorrect. Therefore, like this is garbage. And it's like, that's fine. Yeah. That doesn't, doesn't change anything that's already happening here as a purpose, which again is housing the bird. Right. And that's the ultimate thing. And so we, again, you know, we don't even need to react to even even thinking about the Yelps or thinking about that person's thing. Because you're like, hey, buddy. It doesn't like, do anything. It doesn't do anything to you. Yeah. And like, you know, and you can just smile and kind of give it that, like almost that Buddhist thing of like, oh, there you are, God. Like, this is such a funny expression for you to be. Yeah. You know, isn't it so funny when any kind of hate comes your way? If you actually just like tilt your head and you're just like, God? Like, is that you? Like, why are you acting? Like, this is a funny expression. Like, you can just, like, one, the people will think you're kind of, like, a little crazy, and they'll never mess with you again. But two, like, (laughs) it will just, like, it just, like, totally sobers you from the experience. And you take away all the rage you have with this person, even the jealousy and, like, everything. Like, when you just, like, actually see, you're just like, oh, my gosh, that's where you are. Like, I didn't think I would find you. Right. here with this like jabroni i'm talking to but like here you are right um so um yeah man interesting funny kind of interesting conversation the first day of the new year we we were gonna do this conversation last night um but we celebrated the new year festivities um and we did it for today but i'm kind of glad we held it for the this talking about the will in 2022 rather than 2021. I think there was a purpose for us to so too. drink too much. I thought that last night when we just kept chatting and we, we thought about having a conversation and recording. Glad we didn't. Um, but uh, I would, always have a dirty mouth. Like I'm always like cursing when we do those like social ones. Oh I'm, man. Well, there's, like a, there's a lot to get out and I feel like, you know, we feel each other's fire and then just, you know, that, that mm-hmm. part of the brain acts on, uh, on that, uh, that linguistic, uh, diversion of just like expression you know it's yeah like, oh, and you know use it this way and of course and again like we don't cuss so when we do cuss it's like always funny you know like not funny but it like shows like hey pay attention to what it is even if it is like pay attention this is funny i'm gonna say this word with this other thing you know yeah. but it's just 
it's interesting when you kind of utilize that. No, the but, power of words, man. I mean, again, I, I like the advice that you give to conclude all this and, and keeping things to yourself. You know, the vibration you put out of the intention that you have set for yourself, keep it harnessed until you think it's the real time to express it. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Gandalf, this thing, you yeah. know, he's not talking about his plans, but he's chess master in the whole time. Exactly. Um, and so, and follow through. That's, and follow through. That's the biggest the biggest one. I'm excited for that. With that being said of, of what comes as we conclude, um, season two in May and the continuation of, you know, embarking on season three and just the new year, we shouldn't even break it into the seasons. Just talking about the Kabbalah, talking about narcissism. I, I, I can't wait. There's so much for me to, um, to ask you and so much that we can openly discuss for the next year ahead. So anything else you want to contribute? Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you to all our listeners and our new listeners. Welcome. And uh, it's an honor to be on this journey, right? It's such an honor to be on the journey with each and every one of you, as well as yourself, Eduardo. I wish you just the happiest New Year. Thanks, man. And the most success and fortune. And let's all, yeah, let's all really, really utilize this this new opportunity and this new dawn Um to find ourselves, to get deeper, and to just continue this beautiful process of self-unfoldment. You know, you have my support from me, man. So that's one extra right there for you. So Bang, bang. Um, well, I guess until next time. Until next time. Thanks.